Welcome to JCAT, a program that seeks to introduce Japanese contextualized literature and ideas for use by missionaries and anyone that seeks to share the gospel with Japanese people. Hey, welcome、uh, to JCATS. Today I have a special,、uh, special man、um, with me.、Uh, a while back we talked about Kosuke Koyama,、uh, who is a famous、uh, theologian and writer. He wrote Water Buffalo Theology. Today we have Kohei Koyama.、Uh, not so famous. Not, <laughs> not, almost famous. Almost famous, and he can tell you about that. <laughs> almost famous, yeah.、Uh, so, Kohei is a missionary with、uh, a missionary organization, one of the Gemma groups.、Um, and we met when we b- were both working in Iwate after、uh, the 311, for, for a number of years after the 311、um, incidents, disasters, and、uh, have since.、Uh, Chatted a bit about contextualization, so I wanted to ask Kohei to share、uh, why contextualization is interesting to him. But first,、uh, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself,、mm-hmm. your background.、Um, I understand you grew up in Japan and you did not become a Christian in Japan. So, can you tell us a little bit about、uh, that and then also what you thought about religion in general growing up? Okay.、Um, I was born and raised in Tokyo. Mitaka city.、Um, I would say it's very typical Japanese, like, you know, yeah, it was an, it's not non Christian, a totally non Christian environment.、Uh, you know, there was Kamidana, which is like a Shinto god, and then also Butsudan, which is like a, the more Buddhist, like an ancestral worship kind of, you know, praise. Oh, actually, I didn't have that in more grandparents' house, but.、Um, You know, somebody had a wedding, you know, this Christian wedding, you know, and you know, New Year we go to Shinto temple for,、uh, you know, the fortune for that year. And then if somebody die, you know, it will be done by Buddhist way. So, you know,、um, I, mean, I don't know, you ever, some people heard the phrase Japanese were born as a Shinto and marry as a Christian and, and die as a Buddhist, you know, kind of cynical things. But I, mean, I think most, I'll say that it described, you know, typical.、Um, Japanese religious, I think, environment, I would say.、Um, so, what's, you know,、um, I mean, there's, you know, when I look back my life, you know, there was a seed every, a little bit everywhere. Like, I think when I was in elementary school, there was Nanda, Tondera House, no Daiboken. It's like a Christian anime,、oh. was broadcasted for two years. And for some reason, I was watching it, and very interestingly, Uh, watching that.、Uh, I think we call that Superbook. Oh, is that what you call it? Anybody、okay. like 40 years old or older, like me,、okay. would probably remember Superbook in,、uh, in the States. Yeah. Sorry. No, no problem. Yeah, no, actually, when I look back, it's almost a miracle that I watched that because it's only broadcast for two years. And I was watching it. And then went, you know, went to England because of my dad's job.、Uh, there was a And I went to the English speaking class for a year. English speaking, sorry, the, the local English speaking you know, school, and there was a scripture class.、Mm-hmm. 
in the King James Version, and I, I didn't speak English at all, and I didn't even know you, your, yours, and then that, that book called The ID, and it's like totally you know, difficult. So my mom bought the Japanese Bible. That's the first time I got the Bible. Uh, went to Japanese boarding school in England, for, and that was Rikyo, uh, which is more Episcopal kind of you know, mission school. Um, mm. So there was many service, so there was a little seed there. Um, but anyway, I graduated all, uh, all the way to university in Japan, um, and uh, yeah, I don't know how much you want me to explain from here, but um, yeah. Yeah, well, you mentioned when we were talking before mm-hmm. that you went to Keio University, and maybe the typical expectation was that you would become a salary man after that, but then some you you followed your dream you said and you went to america i think people would be interested to hear about what that dream was um yeah i wanted to uh, only thing i enjoy through when i was a kid is sports you know baseball growing up baseball that's only things but when i went to england i had to quit baseball which is shocking things but and that's when i started playing soccer and golf and and that was golf team in high school and college so like I had this crazy thought, you know, I just want to follow my passion, um, basically. And, you know, a little bit of something actually was said in, back in junior high in the Japanese boarding school. You know, I don't remember anything. All the message, one message that chaplain said was, uh, you know, the most important things in your life is faith and hope and love. That's all I remember. And, and when I was 22, all of a sudden that word came back to me. Um, and... And I just interpret that three things by my own interpretation. You know, maybe faith is believing yourself, hope is having dream, and love is love, you know, whatever, you know, maybe ha- have. So I relate to someday if I have a loving family, you know, that's the, my goal kind of thing, the most important things. So so that really pushed, you know, some reason that pushed me to, you know, forget that this Japanese, like, golden path, you know, gakurik um, shakai, what we call, um, you know, graduate the you know the most you know popular university in you know, a famous university and become a elite salaryman um it was hard you know it was a huge you know almost uh courage i don't know um scary decision that i made in my life you know um you know my dad's jaw drop you know when i said that i wanted to go to us and become a professional golfer but um but i did you know and interesting enough uh, just before I leave to U.S., somebody gave me, um, she's actually an unbeliever, but she gave me Ayako Mura's book. And so that's when I started reading uh, Ayako Mura's book in, in States. And, you know, because the, that book wasn't that famous uh, book, but it was a lot of essays. And but that drew me to read other famous books like Freezing Point, Hyoten, uh, Michiariki. I think English translation is wind is whirling or something, and then the mm. Shokari Pass, Shokari Toge. Uh, those books definitely influence and really draw me to Jesus eventually. But. Yeah, that's interesting. So, for anybody who's wondering, Miura Ayako, uh, many of you probably know, is a Japanese Christian novelist who was very influential and um, a number of her books uh, were, or, or at least one or two, were turned into uh, serialized television shows and movies that were very popular, I want to say in the 80s and 90s. And she continues to have an impact today. A lot of people learn about faith in the Christian God 
by reading Miura Ayako's novels. Uh, so that's just the background there. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. You were in the States, but you were reading Miura Ayako's novels, and that was uh, a big factor in you um, coming to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So um, then you, you, you were in the States, you went to school, you didn't quite become a professional golfer, but fairly close, almost famous. So, no, 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 not even close. So that's, so that's cool. <laughs> but, um, and then you, you got married and you started a family and then you came back to Japan. Oh, so I, I met you in Iwate, but you, it seems like you had been back to Japan maybe a number of times in the meantime. Mm -hmm. So I wanted mm -hmm. to ask mm -hmm. you about your impression of the church in Japan having come to Christ outside of Japan and then coming back. Um, what were your impressions of the church or uh, or religion, you know? What were your thoughts about that kind of stuff? Um, so first time I came back to Japan as a believer, you know, only a year after I become a believer, which is when I was 26, um, you know, um, it, it was scary because I didn't know any Christians in Japan. Um, so, and only thing, I can I know you know I was studying doing the BSF I don't know you, you, a lot of people know Bible study fellowship and I knew so there was in Tokyo so I went to Harajuku to BSF and 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 I met a guy and um, which is he's he's an Asian access guy which is my own Asian you know but but you know I I uh, his name is I don't know I shouldn't say his name I don't know but uh, I met him and he he suggested to go to um, is like a more uh, American church so and that was more comfortable um, because it's, it's like a more American church so um, and you know so it's kind of the way I feel like you know so I'm not when coming back to Japan I didn't really go to Japanese Japanese church but yeah I, I, I thought um, a lot that you know I just wonder like you know yeah, coming back also, like I was totally um, in love with Jesus. Um, hopefully I am still, but um, I really want to share the gospel to Japanese people. And, you know, going to the topic towards the contextualization, but like, you know, I was wondering, um, having this expat community, like a little bit question, is this really the way we should share the gospel? And yeah, um, you know, it might be, going to ahead but like yeah I think I think so many Japanese people has the mindset of Christianity is a Western religion or Western God um, which I don't think is true it's God of you know universe obviously but um, and it, it and it's much more familiar to Japanese than you know m many people think so so going to to the English-speaking church um, I, I thought maybe it's not a most effective or like at least, you know, bringing, Jap you know, of course there are many people who is interested in America or English, so that's good for them, but really for it to, to really contextualize to Japanese culture. Um, this is only my as a first year of, as a Christian, so these are thoughts. I, I, don't, I couldn't probably verbalize yet, but, you know, I think there was lots of question marks that I had. Yeah, yeah and, you know, thinking about it, um if we were to fast forward 
to when around the time that we met in Iwate, mm -hmm. you, as I understand it, you went to Iwate because uh, you had training in physical therapy, mm -hmm. and you were hoping to help um, a lot of the uh, triple disaster survivors mm -hmm. um, using physical therapy. So that, as I remember, it was an area where people were not coming to Christ because they they liked America. It's a very rural area, mm -hmm. um, and if you, I I was up. I remember being visiting a hospital in Iwate, and one of the patients because I was I was doing um, kind of like a just a sort of a care ministry with the Japanese group that wasn't even a Christian group. I was using it to learn Japanese, to improve mm -hmm. my Japanese. And one of the patients who was probably an 80-year-old man up in Iwate was looking at me like he'd seen a ghost or something because apparently it was one of the first times he'd seen an American since <laughs> World War II. <laughs> uh, that's the kind of level of rural, and this was the city side of Iwate. Now you were mostly working with people on the coast so thinking about how you had to adjust your approach to mm -hmm. share Jesus with that level of people that had that level of connection with the West. So completely divorced from the idea of attraction to Christianity because of the West, I imagine. How did you try to connect those people with Christianity? Um. Well, first and foremost, I think the difficult part is accent. You know, I've, you know, was born and raised in Tokyo. Um, you know, in especially Iwate Coast, um, there was a heavy accent, and there's one guy that it took for me a year to even understand. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm fully native Japanese, by the way, just to let you know. But like, I could it took a year to understand what he was saying. Um, but I think one thing was helpful, like in Australia, the disaster relief, you know, all you're told is just listen, right? Like, you know, mm -hmm. listening is a ministry, um, it's by itself, you know? So of course I took that approach and, and, and I think it's just not relief work. I think in terms of context relation, first thing we should do is listen to the local people, mm -hmm. you know, obviously to get to know them. And that ministry itself, you know, I was in the Ipoipo Cafe ministry, you know, which is, you know, basically people, in the local area come and it's really it's easy to talk so um and i think also i came in you know maybe after three years of disaster in long as a long term um in about at that time already i think christian had a did a, in general did a wonderful job you know right so earned the trust of the people in the community so it's already paved the way for us to well, talk a little bit um, about Christianity, I mean, a little bit, you know, much easier than, you know, is, is, I'm relatively speaking than, you know, used to be, I think what I heard from, but, um, but then again, still, I think the first step for me was, you know, just listen. And that is, a, I think is a key for, I think many missionary endeavor, I think, but <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a great point. I think, um, the last question I have written down for you is uh, why do you think contextualization is necessary in Japan and are there any examples of 
the kind of contextualization that you think would be beneficial. So, uh, what do you think, in what ways do you think church or evangelism might look more, or might feel more Japanese or less foreign to Japanese people? Uh, there's many things. So the reason why I think is contextualization, like I kind of touch up on it a little bit. Um, you know, first thing I, I think definitely is like, you know, I, I realize, you know, many Japanese people think it's, it's, it's foreign God, you know, um, and, and that's, um, kind of unfortunate, you know, but, um, it, as you kind of mentioned in the, in a podcast already, like, I think, you know, I, um, yeah, there's always many people always ask like, why do you think that you know the Japanese Christianity is so low, and um, and many I heard many different reasons in which I doesn't sit well. It's like you know it's like it's about World War Two. It could be Japanese are so rich and they don't need God or uh, what else like you know um, it's is a spiritual stronghold mm-hmm. or you know like some you know because we worship Shinto God or all, all those things. But at least you know it might be true. You know I mean I really want to ask the same question to God someday. Mm-hmm. You know but. But this thinks everything's point to unbelievers, you know, which is to me is very unpractical, mm-hmm. you know, because I can't really change unbelievers. I mean, mm-hmm. God can, but through us. But and and the reason why I think is contextualization is really is it's about we Christians need to be changed. I feel you know um, we have to maybe rethink you know what the really the gospel is you know. What it means to contextualize the gospel, um, and and even just simple, you know, things that we always uh, many people talk about, you know, is you know the one of the biggest important command by Jesus is love one another, right? And and you know, be united, whether you know, beyond our denomination, beyond our culture, you know, I think love of Christ, you know, Jesus said, if, if you love one another, right, like, you know, you, people will know that you are the my disciple, Jesus' disciple. Um, so it's, it's those things about contextualization, you know, is, is a, you know, loving one another is about we need to be changed, right, mm-hmm. rather than we force unbeliever to change, you know, mm-hmm. and, and at least what the Bible, what the Bible or Jesus seem to me saying is when we change the people will know that you know jesus is a christ um or when we united you know john chapter 17 also talk about jesus pray if you you know just like the father and and the son is one Mm. we will be one and of course unfortunately in i I don't know maybe i shouldn't say too much but (laughs) in american churches maybe in japan as well i guess you know we are not the great mm-hmm. example of being one, I guess, you know, of sure. course, it's a long discussion that what do you mean to be one, but, you know, mm. it doesn't mean necessarily we have the same theology, I don't think, but, you know. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's a real valid mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Well, those are some great insights. Um, appreciate your time. I know you're about to head back up and drive for another five hours or so. So thank you for taking time to talk with us, and uh, perhaps we can do it again sometime. Sure. uh, And thanks for tuning in. 
Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. <laughs>